Welcome to the School for Small Business podcast, where small business owners come to learn the keys to running a successful small business on their own terms. We've been in your shoes, scaling from the basement to the boardroom. We understand the highs and lows of entrepreneurship. And the one thing we know, business doesn't have to be hard. Let us make it easy for you. No business degree required. Join us as we unpack what it really takes to have success. The time, the money, and the freedom that you desire, all while having a massive impact on the people you serve. It's okay to want it all. If you've ever referred to yourself as an accidental entrepreneur, this is the podcast for you. We're going to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and everything in between. While you're busy supporting others, let us support you. Hello, and welcome back to Small Business School. We had the last two episodes really helping you reflect on the 2023 year, planning for 2024. And in this episode, I'd love to share with you three of my reflections on 2023, as well as um, what I have coming up for 2024, how I'm planning for my year ahead, and how I plan to make the most of it in life and business. So, Let's break this down. My number one reflection on 2023 was that making time for connection and community is everything. Now, I think that this can be a balance. So I came into 2023 kind of coming out of like a little bit of a a year off, a little bit of a slump. Um, and all of a sudden I had a bunch of energy leading, you know, ending 2022 and coming into 2023. And I can say that all of that energy came from relationships. I have really noticed how absolutely invaluable having people around me in business is. And I knew that before. I know I'm the type of person to like talk things out with people. I know I gain energy from being in rooms that have big thinkers in them and being able to use my brain that way and and stretch it that way. Being alone in front of a computer at home does not do that for me. And I also know that I have to manage my energy. So it's been a really um, interesting balance where there was a point in time in 2023 where anybody who wanted to introduce me to somebody was just, you know, I was so excited to meet them. But what I almost came across was this point in time where I was filling all day, every day with connection calls. And they weren't necessarily strategic for the business. Um, Given that I had just started growing it again, that's not a good thing. I'm not, I was not in a place at that point in time where I had a team in place and could just, you know, basically do sales and not be a part of operations. At that point in time, I was really doing one-on-one consulting and I needed to work to make the business viable. And so it became this juggle where I really needed to be mindful about the connections I was taking and the type of people I was taking connections with. And I had to get okay with, you know, having been in a place where I kind of hibernated and then now I've got all this energy and I'm excited to meet people and it was so much fun. But also now I'm realizing like, okay, there was not enough and now there's too much connection and I have to find this place. So I had to get okay with saying no to some people. I'd be like, you know what? I'm really sorry. I'm tied up. Um, I'm not going to fulfill my obligations if, if this is what I do. And I had to become okay with saying that to people. So I found a way of doing that. 
I also uh, found a way of trying to bring people together. So for um, a period of time, I was running small business club where we got to bring people together. And I said, look, this is like the club where I just want to meet up with all my friends and stay connected with them. And I can't take one-on-one connection calls constantly. So join us for a chat about life and business. And I'd love to hear how you are. Also voice notes, right? Like we don't have to have in a connection call. I often find that we feel like, okay, it's got to be 30 minutes or it's got to be 45 minutes. And like, we put these time limits on it. So we fill that time. Like time is like water. It like takes up the space you give it. So we fill the time. Whereas oftentimes I can feel just as connected, sending some really meaningful voice notes um, with people that I've been in touch with. So I found more ways to stay in touch. I was listening um, to a reel that my friend Tori Cruz posted the other day. I met Tori this year at an event and it was so much fun hearing from her that she literally, if she's going to an event, she books a restaurant as like, especially if it's a bigger event, books a restaurant and makes a reservation for five or six people. And then she on purpose has people and says like, Hey, I've made a lunch reservations. Would you like to join me? And puts that challenge out because it can be so easy as, especially for me as an introvert of just being like, Oh my gosh, I just want to hide in a corner. Just want to be quiet. Um, but really pushing yourself out there. So you're making the most of those events. And that felt really good. Um, being able to show up in that way and meet new people. Um, those types of things feel really good to me. So my number one lesson for 2023 was finding a balance between being too visible and not visible enough and finding kind of my people. And what I would say is when I started saying no um, to certain things and yes to others or being more specific when I, um, at the end of a call, if they're like, well, how can I help you? I got more specific about what I was asking for, the types of people that I wanted to meet. um, And it meant that my time didn't ever feel like it was not being put to the best use. It always felt great. So that was my number one uh, lesson for 2023. What else would I love to share with you? My second biggest lesson was mindset. It was about why not me? And for a period of time, if I'm being very honest, at the start of the year, there was a period of time where I'm like, but I am so freaking qualified. Why is nobody asking me? And I watched a friend, Marina Middleton, who has been on the podcast and I met her at Fast Foundations and I've watched her absolutely explode. I watched her just call her shot Um, and it was so inspiring there's probably many other people in in my community who've done the same, but I really saw Marina's story and resonated with it. And when I saw that happening of like, why not me? Like, what's the worst that could happen? They say no. When it finally hit me, because I've heard that saying so many times before, but it just, it hit me. And all of a sudden I started asking for what I wanted and I started owning um, when I wanted something. I would be okay with saying no when if people said no is like, what's the worst that can happen? I just started owning it. And it didn't mean that I was too much or that I asked for too much or, you know, I'm not good enough. It didn't, I stopped telling myself all those narratives and all those stories. And I just said, I'm just going to try it. And it has been the most rewarding thing that has happened um, 
probably ever in my business because I will tell you, like when I started my first business, I was risk adverse. I wouldn't have necessarily taken steps unless I knew for sure it was going to pay off. I always had that safety plan in place and like made it easy. Now I'm not suggesting that you don't have a plan B and I'm not suggesting that you like start taking reckless risks, but I probably was on the ultra conservative side and that likely did not serve me. And if I had a third lesson for 2023, it would be that there are seasons. So for a period of time, I had things going on in the business and I swore I was never going to work an evening or a weekend again. And things were getting busy. Keep in mind, I have two businesses. I've got my girls. Um, But I had this like saying in my head because I think I had... I don't know, something somebody had said to me, um, it's irrelevant, but something somebody had said to me and I was saying, I'm not going to work an evening or a weekend. And there was a point in 2023, probably, you know, second half of the year where I finally gave that up. And I was like, look, it's getting too busy. It's causing me so much stress during the day. And I didn't necessarily have my calendar well set up. So the work had to get done and I dove in in the evenings and it was incredible how I actually felt more energetic and I felt more invigorated having worked an evening, which was so bizarre to me because for a number of years I've been like, no, I'm not doing this, which I still do not take client calls in the evening. That is not my time. That's like, I can work it if I want to, or if I'm feeling good enough, but I don't have to, um, But allowing myself to like get past that narrative that um, I couldn't work the evenings, that it was no longer successful if I decided to work an evening um, in the middle of scaling, that was the right choice for me. And then there also came a point where it got a little bit too busy. I probably hired and created partnerships, well, not for lack of trying, um, but I probably hired too slow. I had not enough help. And then that evening work kind of became not every day, but it definitely became more often. And then it stopped feeling energetic. And ultimately what I've learned from all of that is a to like follow your energy, because if you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'd love to get this done in an evening and it would feel so good. And then you deny it. That is just as against your own energy as working an evening when you don't want to, or when you feel like you have to. So following your own energy a little bit more and making sure that you're crafting your business in a way that you have that option to follow your energy is just incredibly important. So those are three lessons and really they had to do with scaling. Like this isn't um, necessarily a money or a financial um, episode, but it was, these were my lessons in business for 2023. Now moving into 2024, what do I know? I am the chair of the board of an airport, international airport authority that has a certain number of meeting requirements and a certain demand on my time. I had a large project that I signed ending off 2023 that will run um, still January, February, 2024, which has a fairly, not a huge substantial, but it's got, it's got a certain amount of uh, demand on my time. I also have committed to running events with my friends, Steve and Christina with the business breakthrough, which are these like most transformative, amazing one day events, as well as a mastermind. And those require me traveling. 
So there's those demands. And then I have a couple other things where I've decided um, to focus more on Canadian growth, but that means getting myself in more Canadian rooms where a lot, lot last year was US based. And so this all is going to mean I really need to manage my calendar. I have hired help. So I have made sure now that I have qualified help on the fractional CFO side. It also means that I have time blocked off in my calendar um, every single week to, to make sure I can work on the business breakthrough and make sure that I'm doing my part to show up well in that partnership. And all of my meetings for the airport are booked out. So I'm making sure that these are all in my calendar. And what I'm noticing is things are starting to get tight. So I am starting to say no to different opportunities. Again, like I need to be able to um, fulfill what I've already set out to do. Otherwise, I'm not going to feel good about life. So I am being very particular about how I spend my time and I'm spending a lot of time looking at it. A great example is I was working with a client the other day who was telling me that they signed up for a mastermind and I've done this before where I'm like, oh my gosh, this person's going to be there. Like, this is going to be amazing. I followed them for a long time. But I had to ask myself the same questions that I've asked my client is like, what is the purpose of you being in that room? What is the purpose of you doing this? Just because you've always done it or just because you've even looked up to that person doesn't necessarily mean that you need to be in the room with them, right? Like, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? So I had a mentor last year that I, um, you know, love, look up to absolutely, but they have offerings this year that I'm not going to be signing up for simply because I don't think they're going to move the needle on where I want to go. That would be my actual second thing for 2024 is that I've gotten more serious about where I'm taking things. Through 2023, I was like really happy to, you know, be doing work that mattered, but I was more so okay with doing non-scalable work. And kind of towards the end of the year, I realized that I have a huge potential to be able to help people more um, within Canada. Whereas if I'm helping people in the US, I'm sort of trading my time for money. Um, otherwise, I have to like hire a team, but it's a skill set that's a lot harder to um, to train people on. And I just don't feel like I have the energy to do it. Maybe somebody else does and maybe they're excited to and that's amazing for them. But for me, I just don't have the energy to train people that way. So for 2024, I got more serious about wanting to be in more Canadian rooms and wanting to do more things in Canada. And for me, that is way so much more scalable. And that is what I want. I want to have a bigger impact um, I'm used to that. I feel like I have this longing on my heart when I had a roster of like 200 and some clients and impact. And while that was very like localized and community in within my own community, now I want to bring that sense of community kind of across the provinces and um, have that kind of impact where my team is carrying that out. It That is one thing that I missed for the last two years, two and a bit years straight, where I really missed having that team where I felt like we were completing a mission together and the impact was so scalable. Like the amount of impact we were having because we were working together felt so much bigger. So um, I miss that and that is going to be a part of what I am holding on to for 2024. And then the other thing that I'm keeping very much in my mind is that I've went through waves of the proper sleep and the proper um, amount of exercise. 
And I would say I am very much keeping my eye on that. So it's definitely have some measurable goals about how I want to feel. And I'm checking in very often with how that is turning out for me. Instead of just thinking it's going to you know, happen on its own, I'm actually measuring it on a daily basis, um, knowing that it's going to fluctuate a little bit, but um, I have a way better eye on it than what I had in the past. So how long am I exercising for? How long am I sleeping for? Um, and making sure that I have room. So for example, I have two girls and sometimes they're six and eight, but they still get up in the night. And if I'm up one or two nights in a row, then I'm making sure I am going to bed at 9 o'clock where I actually get that extra sleep because I don't have the ability to sleep in. Um, it's also meaning that I, with keeping my exercise on, on my target, I'm looking ahead in the evening and going like, Oh, when my husband gets home, Usually that's when I do it, but that's not going to feel good tonight. Like I actually have to do that. I'm going to like get the girls to come in, um, exercise with me or do whatever version uh, my daughters want to do. But um, I'm actually maybe doing that earlier so that I can get to bed instead of leaving everything until after my girls are in bed and then it all going off the rails. So I'm being more intentional about those those things and, and how I want to feel um, in life. And... Um, yeah, I guess that's what I have to share with you. Those are the things that I'm looking at managing my energy also while I'm away. So that time and exercise thing, usually I give up exercise, I um, give up sleep when I'm away and all those things. But I noticed, especially towards the last half of 2023, that I wasn't showing up as my best self if I didn't have enough alone time or if I wasn't getting enough sleep. And so while I want to do everything, I am being more mindful about um, I would rather do a few things really well than everything mediocre. So I am being more mindful of that going into 2024, um, especially looking at when I'm planning my travel. How does it look when I'm traveling? So those are my life updates for you, what I'm looking at, how I reflected on last year and kind of the goals I have for this year. If you're watching content, I can tell you what you can expect to see from me is a lot more um, in terms of the amount of money that the business is bringing in, but also how that affects the people that we serve and how that affects us in terms of our time and money desires, um, but tying it back better together for you. What I find is that I tie it together, but I don't know that I'm as mindful when I'm talking to you on this podcast or when I'm talking to clients about how those things that I'm you know, talking about or the suggestions I'm making or how that interview plays in with people of like, okay, this is how this makes life easier for you, or this is how um, this you know, will reward you financially in a way that feels good for your team and your customers and yourself. And I want to draw those dots. Um, I want to make connect the dots better for you. So that is what you can expect out of 2024 for me. I can tell you that this year, the focus will be on building community through business breakthrough and through building Thrive Accounting, which is a boutique Canadian accounting firm that specializes in small business and helping you grow that business. Um, we don't just work with people to file taxes. We teach you about your numbers and business and how you can um, grow and scale and have a business that you love. So those are going to be my two priorities for this year beyond my family and how that looks for us. Actually, this is really interesting. I haven't shared this much. Um, this has also meant that I had to take a step back in scaling Love Powered. So 
maybe I'll do a separate episode on what that looked like. But what I'll say is that there, I have a big desire on my heart to change the world. And I looked at it and I'm like, okay, what's it going to take to get there? And that would mean that I wasn't comfortable with my financial, my personal financial situation if I had went all in. Um, and I was not like, it takes a lot of investment, first of all, to run a product-based company, especially when you're making large product orders. And, um, what I know about Love Powered is it kind of didn't get a lot of attention through a certain period of time before I took over. And, um, I was trying to juggle both and I wasn't both businesses and I wasn't succeeding at it. So I really had to make a conscious decision. So what I've done for 2024 is I have dedicated time. I'm not giving that up. I have dedicated time in my schedule every single week to work on that. I'm bringing my family in more. I'm always asking myself, like, how can I go further faster with that business? But it means that when I looked at my calendar, instead of mixing the two of them and constantly having um, both businesses, Love Powered and Thrive Accounting on my, you know, like top of the to-do list, I've had to say to myself, like, let's be honest, how is this going to look? And I chose Thrive Accounting because I think I can scale it faster and have impact and then also have more financial resources to hire help in appropriate ways um, for Love Powered that will help it go further faster. Whereas if I'm doing it all myself, I don't think I'll get that far in Love Powered. So I was very strategic, but that was one of the decisions that I definitely had to make closing out 2023. And it wasn't easy because I want to change the world and I want to do it yesterday. And I would love a place where we didn't have children who contemplated suicide and we didn't have, we have children who just believe in themselves and love themselves and happy connected families. But the reality is, is um, I think like those problems that, that we face were created over centuries and lifetimes. And so I know that that is going to be a marathon, not a sprint. And I need to treat it that way. Oh, that was tough. Okay. I hope that you love this episode. I hope that it resonates with you and I am excited to see you in 2024. If you're interested in joining the business breakthrough, if you need count counting in Canada, please reach out guys. Like, um, I am one of the most excited people to chat business. Um, so if, even if it's just a DM on social media, I'm stacy.millard on Instagram and I'm on there all the time. Shoot me a message. Like, let's just go back and forth and, um, excited to pour into you. I hope you have the best closeout to 2023 and we'll see you in 2024. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the School for Small Business podcast. That's right. I'm saying thank you because I believe so heavily in small businesses and how they are the backbone of our community. And I am so grateful that you are taking the steps to make sure that your small business is here for the long run, supporting your family and your community. And I just love it. If you found any nuggets from this episode that were helpful to you, I want to ask you a favor. I want to ask that you share them with a friend. Because if you found them helpful, somebody else will as well. And it's that concept of the rising tide raises all ships. So please go ahead and share with a friend, whether it's on social, maybe you're sending them an email the old school way. I don't know, you want to send a letter, but any way you want to share, I would just be eternally grateful. And as always, like, please just shoot me a DM on Instagram. I love to chat with small business owners.